Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Dude, I would hang out with Fred Durst for like a day. <laughs> I could do like 45 minutes between like two meetings. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what would you do with Fred Durst for a whole We would like have day? a barbecue. Okay. He would host and he would like grill because you know he has to grill. He's like very into it. Lemon peel, lemon zest, some thyme, some bacon, some I would like invite Guy Fieri and just be like, let's They're just the make same it. fucking person. I know. And then the lead singer of Smash Mouth, I'd be like, somebody. Let's just make yeah. it a whole day of like trife. Just trife dudes. Yeah. And then I would like not wear a bra <laughs> and wear like a tank top and like Daisy Dukes and like cowboy boots, dude. I would like lean in. Hey, booze, it's me, Phoebe Robinson. And I'm Jessica Williams. You guys are listening to a Two Dope Queens bonus episode. Hell yeah. Okay, so we're going to be kicking off the second season of Two Dope Queens in the not-so-distant future. But until then, we want to bring you some sweet surprises that you ain't even heard yet. Yeah, you're going to be like... When you hear these hilarious sets from Mateo Lane and Michelle Collins. Uh, I love them. I mean, they were two of our faves from this past season. Yeah, no, they were they were great. Like, I think both of them had us in tears yeah. at various points during their sets. Yeah, and they've been longtime friends of Two Dope Queens anyway, mm-hmm. which has been very nice. So what we're saying is these sets are a high-speed ride. Okay, tons of energy. They were taped at our live show, which was formerly at Union Hall. So hold on to your weave (laughs) and your eyelashes and your butts and your elbows and your kids and your electricity bill. Okay. Sorry. Okay. 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 Sorry. Please give it up for <laughs> oh, I was just in Italy. Has anyone ever been to Italy before? Oh, it's so. First of all, I'm like the biggest wop on the face of the planet, and I love. That's a derogatory term for Italian. So, um, I I also am wearing a shirt fit for an Italian. Uh, I am embarrassed by the size of my shirt and my camel toe, but I, I, I just I fucking I just love Italy so much. Like it's I didn't speak English for a week. Like it just everything about it was like I'm ethnic. Um, but um, here's the one thing that gets me. So uh, clearly, I have the gay voice. No question. Clap if you can hear the gay voice. Okay, yeah. Really, we're this progressive? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't hear gay. All right. Um, here's the thing. I, first of all, like, this, this is the thing with the gay voice, right? Like, even in Italy, like, it's, it's transcendent. If anyone speaks another language, you know this. You can hear the gay voice in every language in the world. And it's very, very hard to tell if an Italian man is gay or not. Because the eyebrows are done, the hair is slicked back, the leather pants, the whole thing, right? But then I hear this guy's like, um, io non posso capire che l'altro giorno quel ragazzo mi ha da-. I'm like, okay, got it. Uh, <laughs> And the thing is, is, like, I suffer from the gay voice, and I didn't realize it, but, like, for the longest time, I literally thought that I sounded like, yeah, but, like, (laughs) (laughs) clearly I don't, and now I'm going out in all these auditions, which is ridiculous, by the way, I hate acting, I hate actors, and I hate acting, I hate everything about, I'm an actor! 
term. No, I don't give a shit. Because here's the thing. I became a comedian. And when you become a comedian, now everyone's like, now nah, you have to be an actor. I'm a terrible actor. So I'm going out in all these stupid auditions. And I realize that I'm not getting any of the roles. <laughs> well, I'm a bad actor. But also because, like, my voice, like, I have the gay voice. Like, let me give me an example. I went out for this role. And the, char- the character description was, Zach, 19, football player. <laughs> Well, Zach is going to have a secret to share with everyone. <laughs> I just, I can't with the acting. I just, I wish I was an actor. I think it's because I'm jealous. And it, the, the thing is, too, with acting is, like, I've discovered it has nothing to do with, like, oh, did you study your lines? And, oh, are you, like, really good? No, they just care what you look like. That's it. They just give a shit what you look like. Do, do your waist is a good size? Are your lips perfect? Like, your hair? All of it. And so I'm thinking about what I look like and what kind of roles I'm going to get. Well, I am Italian, and I'm also Mexican, which means that I just have deli face. Don't I look like a deli worker? Because without this voice, it'd be like, my friend. Uh, I just, I'm just so full of goddamn rage. I'm full of rage. I'm so, so mad at gay people. I just, here's the thing, and gays, you'll know this. I I get upset, like, when pride comes around, I I like pride. I'm proud, I'm born on pride and the death of Judy Garland. (laughs) Yikes. Uh... But I just don't understand, like, the posters for it. Like, when I see, like, the Italian Fest or, like, Mexican, anything, like, with, it's always something that from that country that they're proud of, right? So it's, like, with Italians, like, opera, pasta, like, all these things. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm proud of that. Like, a pride poster to me, it's always, even if it's for a coffee shop, it's a guy in a Speedo on a float with a boa and a drag queen. It's like, you know, would it kill us to ever get a poster of, like, two middle-aged men paying their mortgage on time? <laughs> <laughs> you know, as long as they're naked. Uh, it's just... And who's gay here? Raise your hand. Okay. <laughs> Did you go like this? Okay. Uh, uh, I... I just don't think people know how to talk to gay people. Like, I, I did this show, and this guy... I think he was trying to compliment me, but he didn't realize he was actually insulting me. He walked up, and he was like, Hey, buddy, just want to let you know for a gay guy, you talk, uh... Kind of gay, kind of straight. <laughs> yeah, you're like half and half. Thank you. <laughs> like, I don't even know what that means, half and half, you know? What am I, like, walking around with my friends like, Hey, girls, let's go shopping for some pussy. I mean, it's like, <laughs> shut up. I, just, I was a weird kid growing up. I never, I never fit in growing up. I just, and I know a lot of us never fit in. And it's, it's just growing up in general is just terrible. But um, my, my whole childhood, like, my older brother's also gay. So <laughs> my dad's real proud. And uh, <laughs> I just, like, like, even as a kid, I remember, um, I remember when the Bulls won a championship, because I'm from Chicago, they were going around my entire house, and everybody was, like, screaming. They were like, Michael Jordan rules! Michael Jordan rules! And then they get to my nine-year-old brother, and he's like, well, if anyone rules, it's Janet Jackson. Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys are great. Thanks so much. I'm Mateo Lane. Uh, Mateo Lane, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. Then we'll be back with Michelle Collins in just a minute. Hold on. 
This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DopeQueens today to get 10% off your first month. This week on the New Yorker Radio Hour, a young writer attaches himself to a rising star in politics named Barack Obama. Interesting guy. Speaks in what sound like paragraphs. Very good posture, that guy. Enviable posture. <laughs> I am a writer, and I have this, this very slight hunch. He has none of that. A political coming-of-age story from staff writer Vincent Cunningham, plus actor and director Bradley Cooper, all on the New Yorker Radio Hour from WNYC Studios. Listen wherever you get your podcast. We're back with the fabulous. Did that sound like Samantha? No. All right. Well, I I'm not an impressionist. Anyway, we're back with Michelle Collins. Hi, everybody. Um, you may have noticed me when I walked in. I had my overcoat on and I looked like a Dick Tracy character. I was like sneaking in. I was like, why am I feeling so creepy? What's up? Okay, straight up. Got to talk about my outfit before we continue. This is not average Wednesday night me. Um, I just came. Uh, by the way, thank you guys for being here because it's actually the premiere of The Real Housewives of New York tonight. No one cares because we're in fucking Brooklyn. Uh, you might notice that I have Spanx on and they're slowly rolling down. So my gut is like every two minutes there is more fold. The tire grows every time I breathe out. The shit is rolling. And I was trying. It's like very uncomfortable, too, because it really hits you. It's like Kate Winslet in Titanic. Anyway, so um, side note, years ago, I interviewed Jennifer Hudson, the best, on the red carpet. And the great thing about me in a red carpet is, A, I'm like Gandalf-sized, so like I terrify fucking everybody. But then B, because of that, I have like a very long arm. It's like, this is literally me. Like when everyone else's mics are here, I'm like, please, one question. Like so desperate. So Jennifer Hudson walked by. Who doesn't love Jayhan? I mean, are you kidding me? She is the best. And I was like, Jennifer, Jennifer, oh my God, listen, I have a proposition to make. I want to star in an all-white version of Dream Girls called Cream Girls. <laughs> Would you be into it? She walked away. No, she's adorable. She's adorable. She walked away. I was like, Jayhan, wait. I was the only person who downloaded Spotlight. This crowd doesn't get that joke. But I was. I paid a buck 29 for that horrible song. The bitch could just at least wait a minute. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Oh, it's boiling hot. These fucking, how is my belly doing? The front row, it's okay. Oh my God, I'm also down to my last bra. Ugh. There's no story there. The point is, this is my life. This is, remember when I had bangs? Ugh, I love my bangs. Mm, I used to look amazing. Ah, Memoirs of a Geisha. That was me. I looked, <laughs> I looked stunning with bangs and with the liner and the bangs. I always used to say I wanted to look Asian so I could find a Jewish husband. Ugh, such an old joke. Such an old joke. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Wait, can I tell one American Idol story very quickly? Because it's the finale. Years ago, um, I decided I had the voice of an angel. No surprise there. So I was like, I'm going to go audition for American Idol because obviously I have the look, right? Who doesn't love a childbearing hip on Fox? I ask you. Who doesn't love a fertility idol? 
finger on Fox. So anyway, so I went... Because <laughs> you know me, I'm so fucking fertile. This shit. It's like 12 brown eggs a month at Whole Foods. I'm like, seven ninety nine, please. Thank you. This shit don't lie. This shit is like... <laughs> I like eat a wheel of birth control a day, y'all, because I am fertile. Anyways, so I go with a friend of mine. We go to the Jacob Javits Center on fucking 33rd Street. Very chic. Check it out. And, oh, she eek. Okay. So I line up. There is like, it's like Black Friday shit. There have to be like uh, 10,000 people there. And my friend and I are like, this is great. We got a spot under like an overhang. I was like, this is so chic. We'll be great. We sit there, and then let me describe what my personal hell is because I lived it. Um, <clears throat> three straight days of people singing nothing but Jodeci just around you all day, all night in Jodeci, in prayer circles singing the Jodeci all my life. I'm like, you motherfuckers are wasting your talent in line. Like, wait till you get in. Why are you busting in here? I was like gargling tea, you know me. Very profesh. Maria Callis's ghost. That's what they used to call me in high school. Anyway, so... <laughs> What a great joke. Anyways, oh my, I am on fire tonight, guys. Seriously, what a blessing for you. So uh, so my friend and I go, and then this is the funniest part. So we're in line for three days. Who is there to motivate the crowd? I swear on my life, I'm not making this up. Jared the Subway guy. Now, Jared the Subway guy, may I drop D on S stage. I'm serious. So anyways, Jared is walking through. And actually, this was funny because at the time, everyone was like, Jared, Jared. Like he was like Beatles, like Ringo level <laughs> fandom happening for him. And of course, I was like, at this point, I looked like Tom Hanks and Castaway. I was like sun poisoned. <laughs> anyways, he's walking by. Oh, finally, a fucking reference. We'll talk later, this crowd. I can't take it. All right. Don't make me get out my little man Tate humor because you will shit when I bust out that Clipper Ships poem. You five. All right. So, <laughs> so wait. So anyways, I'm like, Jaren, Jaren, please pay attention to me. And he like fully straight up ignored me and truly like whisked. And I mean, I'm the biggest bitch in the fucking state. So I'm like, I'm standing I'm like, Jaren. And he just whisked, didn't even look at me. I was like, Jared Fogle, you are dead to me. True story. True story. Can you believe I said that? Anyways, now he's in jail. I was like, good night and good luck, motherfucker. Bye. Have fun with your fucking shitty life. So wait, <laughs> wait, let me sing my song. No, I'm kidding. I will. Uh, <laughs> literally the most annoying person in showbiz. That should be my Twitter bio. So uh, anyways, no. So then we went in and I had a song prepared. This is hilarious. Uh, show and tell. Show and tell. You know that song? These are the arms that long to lock you inside in the middle of the night. It's a really good song. Thank you. Well, anyways, by the time I got there, one of the guys judging, like, pretend the three of you are the judges, right? One of y'all sold me a t-shirt outside. I was like, how this motherfucker judge? He says to me, uh, be big. I was like, it's impossible not to be like such a fucking ham. Anyways, I stormed around like fucking stomping my ass around the whole stage. They were like, perfect. And they put me into the next round, lols for life. So anyways, long story ass. Uh, I went the next day. I thought it was going to meet Simon and all those other idiots. And instead it was Nigel Lithgow. So... 
I walked in. They had clearly Googled me. And he was like, so it uh, says here you're a comedian? Like very judgmental. And I was like, oh, fuck. I said, um, mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, what kind of comedy do you do? Like that. And this was, I panicked. This isn't funny, by the way. I'm warning you right now. Like, not funny. But I was like, well, you know, I'm Jewish. So, you know, Holocaust jokes. I mean, it's not funny. But just to remember, because it's not funny, because everyone does that shit. But like at American Idol, I was like, Holocaust, like on camera. <laughs> Cut to black. Season's over. Uh, <laughs> and then I sang it the way they told me to sing it the way I auditioned. So there is somewhere exists footage of me. Pretend the camera is here of me being like, these are the arms that used to lock you. Inside. Like I'm only on camera for about two seconds. Then they forced me to sing summertime like a man. Oh, I can't do it anymore. You guys, I can't, I can't. I have a beautiful male opera singing voice. I do, but you know, it's fine. Okay, here we go quickly. Summertime. It's good. It's so weird. I don't want to continue. And the living is easy. No balls. Fish are jumping. And the cotton is high. I mean, where is my fucking record contract? I love you guys. Thank you so much. You just heard Mateo Lane and Michelle Collins. It's a great app. Oh my god! I mean, I want to hang out with them all the time. I know, me too. We should do like a little double date brunch with them. That'd be really <gasps> cute. Who's dating who? Okay, I, I feel like we're too obvious. Like if we can't. I feel like I've never dated someone like significantly taller than me. So I think I want to date Michelle Collins. Okay, and I'll date Mateo. He's like getting ripped. I know. Like he posts pictures on Instagram. And I'm like, yo. Yeah. How is he still single? Mateo's like, can you guys leave me alone? <laughs> Two Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Solotaroff. Our team includes Rachel Neal, Jen Poyan, Paula Schumann, Alex Overington, Joe Plord, and Shanoa Strata. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Brodsky. Hey, booze and bass. If you're in the tri-state area, we have something pretty cool going on right now. Go to the Two Dope Queens Twitter account right now. I'll wait. I'm waiting. Hurry up, Grandma. Just look. Go to the account. There's a tweet pinned to the top that tells you how to enter a super secret. Sexy. Saucy. Summer. Sweepstakes. Alliteration much? Where's my gold medal? That was amazing. Fuck Michael Phelps. I did five S's in a row. Okay? That's amazing. Anyway, the point is... Go to that account, look at the tweet, and up top, you can win a pair of tickets to party with me and a bunch of Two Dope Queens Season 1 alums at the Andre Day concert at Celebrate Brooklyn in our VIP tent on August 13th. So head on over to the Two Dope Queens Twitter account and enter for your chance to win. And because there will be some booze there, but booze, like not booze like potential lovers, but booze like liquid courage... This is only for those of you who are 21 and older. So don't try and sneak in. Just be the appropriate age. Bring your state ID. We can get drunk. And if you're not 21, just stay the fuck home. Okay? There's so much TV to watch. I'm like still trying to watch NYPD Blue. Like you have other options if you're underage. Okay, love you, mean it. Bye. Bye. 
cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Ran out of No meeting. Don't give a fuck if my booty is my pee pee. It's like so intense immediately. It's so fucking good. Like that dude was like, I got it. Suffocation. Could you imagine? You know that recording session was lit. So good.